Oh, <laughs> we were in a standoff. <laughs> Jeff and Winston were having a standoff, a staring contest. Winnie, you're so sweet, little puppy, but you're also very barky. So he's gonna he's gonna sit here until he jumps yeah, down. Yeah, he's been barking at the neighbors. A You've been bit. barking. They had a party last night, so it so it many kept parties. Him up. Aren't you tired of Halloween? Why are you partying? <laughs> yes, I'm talking to the neighbors who definitely don't there watch this podcast. There weren't Halloween parties. I feel like we weren't kept up, but apparently last night. Oh, maybe it was somebody's birthday. Yeah, party. I don't recall. Well, actually, there might have been. Well, I don't know. It was also like coolish out, so they had their sliding glass door open, and that was really the source of the noise. Yeah, they, they didn't actually wake anybody up. <laughs> no, uh, daylight savings. Speaking of uh, yes. waking up. We it's do noon not. For us right yeah, now. it is noon. So magical theory lunchtime time. <laughs> magical theory lunchtime time. <laughs> no, no, no. It's no, the no, second no. verse. Uh, okay. What's? Oh my gosh! This week, I feel like last week it was just like. Well, also we were in weird cat um, face mm-hmm, rig, mm-hmm. so it yes, was we were we a were. chaotic stream. It was a chaotic stream because <laughs> I, I I actually remembered when I was no. putting on this shirt this morning. I was like, oh, oh last week. I put on my other Harry Potter shirt, uh-huh. but we couldn't see it because I was a cat. Oh, yeah, you did. You did. You put your Hogwarts cat uh, Hogwarts cat on. Your Hogwarts shirt on. Yes. That was fun, though. Um, This week, though, uh, lots of things I feel like that we've Deep Rock done. Galactic. Okay. So you can't... See- oh, yeah, you can see it. So Jeff's desk is now in the... What we're calling the stream room. What I'm calling the stream... Well, it is the stream room, but it's now the gaming cave. Yes. <laughs> and I played Deep Rock Galactic, which is a, you're all dwarves. I played this with props play. You have different missions. You mine stuff. You fight giant spiders that come and try to eat you and poison you and all that. Um, so this weekend, I think it's still free right now at this moment. Uh, this weekend on Steam, it was free. So I was like, Jeff, you should check it out. We dwarves. should play. You love dwarves. Or rock and stone. Exactly. No, okay, so the whole, like, fandom around Deep Rock Galactic is very, like, it's a very specific, it's kind of, it reminds me of Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, where you have, like, a a core knit of people that are just, like, so into it. Everything about it. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah, because, like, your home base has a lot of details. Yeah. I mean, I know I've only played twice, so, like, maybe those details run out pretty, pretty quickly, but it's just... It's kind of cute. There's like a bar and then oh, you can yeah. dance mm-hmm. and there's like these little games for no reason. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, but then the whole, they really commit the to the setting yes. and they're like, this yes. is what It's a very dwarves is. in space. It yeah. is because it has a, I mean, first it's mining. Yeah. So, you know, I love that. No, so it's been fun. So it's uh, we were playing, and we're in the same room now. So it's just like yeah. we just talk the to move, each other. The move was, I think, it's good on a lot of fronts, but the main reason was just for the connection speed. Really, I mean, in, yeah. the, in that where our other room is, yeah, it's not a only long is it our normal bed, so. so it's like kind of weird to have it next to sleep, like where I sleep, but. <laughs> Just it, it's like a lot of walls, and it's hard for the Wi-Fi to get there. And yeah. then the thing is in this room, so, so we now just we have ran Ethernet. the cord. Yeah, both computers have. So Ethernet it's working very connection. well. So now I'll I'll be streaming, right? Yeah, Jeff's okay. gonna stream Hogwarts Legacy <laughs> on the February. alt the alt channel. We are getting pro- closer. It's November. I know, I know. We're getting close, but it's still in this like. Okay, so speaking of Hogwarts Legacy, yes, I did a. I was on a panel. Yes, yeah, so you were on yes. Friday. 
hosted by Podcast Now on his channel. And there were six of us, including him. Um, mm-hmm. And we were just chatting about Hogwarts Legacy and, you know, how we're feeling. And I'm in this weird, I'm in such a weird place because I'm so anxious um, or not or not anxious with anticipation where I'm like, I just want to play. It's been a lull in terms of like marketing and news. Yeah, it has been a um, little little bit of a lull. Yeah, so I'm makes just sense. kind of They're like, like on the final closeout here. I know, I know. It's got to be sooner rather than later, it's, as we know, because they, if they're shipping physical things I don't anywhere. know if, if when games announce when they go gold, like when they're like set, <laughs> it's like, okay, it's published. I don't think so. Published ready. No. Because I feel like I saw something. I don't remember which game it was because I didn't know the phrase until there was this one game. And I was like, oh, there's a phrase for that. Of course there is, like, in the industry. Um, going gold. Gosh, is that it? Yeah, I think oh. it's going gold is what it's called. Interesting. I don't know. But, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. I, um, I imagine it'll chatting be. Chatting with people. Maybe around the turn of the year. Yeah. And then there'll be a big, big PR push. Not a little bit sooner. In January. No, not sooner. Hmm. Yeah, it is it is holiday. So, like, after Halloween, it's kind I'm, of like, you only have, it, Thanksgiving comes closer than you think. Like, we're already, yeah. we already finished the I know, the, the semester is November. very close to ending. <laughs> yeah. Which is wild. But mm-hmm. I was, yes, yeah, so here's a question for you. Yeah. Is, do we know for sure if there, is there a physical disc? Yeah. There is. Well, only for... So there's only like a couple consoles that actually accept physical. So it's the the Xbox Series X, I believe. I don't know. I don't I don't never remember the difference between them. Does PlayStation 5 have a disc? Card? No. No. 4, but does, 4 does. But 5 the there's Switch. like an ex, you, I think there's an external thing that you can buy and hook up to it which I But don't that know. yeah, but they may not make it. Until yeah, later. I I I don't know. I but know. I don't know what the turnaround time on making something like that actually is, you know. But Producing since it. they have a physical thing <laughs> yeah. like that, that to me like really puts the, Put it, pushes puts it, it back. closer. Yeah. to the actual. Yeah, you can't just be date. like, oh, just download this new patch into it like a day, you know, a day before, and that's the release or something. You can't do it. But physical things. It could be that like when you insert, I don't know, when you insert the disc, and then it's like. Yeah, but then, you yes, must update because it connects need to the internet, right? Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I true. Don't, I, don't, I don't know how I games work. <laughs> uh, what else did we do? We watched. What did we watch? We watched something. Oh, we watched the Weird Al movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's free, actually. The Roku, the Roku channel is free. You That's don't even outrageous. need to make an account. That's the thing I was most concerned with because now I'm just like anti every company that's like give me your email. And I'm like, no, (laughs) give me your phone number. Yeah. So I can get 50 more spam calls and texts. Like, no, stop with my data. But anyway, I've been getting a ton of (laughs) political emails, as I told you, which is wild. I'm like, it's the whole, it'll be the whole list. There'll be like 15 (laughs) in a row. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Spam is not fun. Spam is not fun. But uh, we watched the Weird Al movie, the biopic, which is actually a spoof on biopics. Yep. And then I was curious. It was a parody. Yeah. Uh, I was curious because I was like, all right, like, let me just look up stuff. Because I actually, the reason I found what I showed you after it was because apparently there's a mid credit scene 
And uh, so Madonna's in the movie, so it involved Madonna. Not actually Madonna. It's not Madonna. Madonna, it's there, yes, Evan Madonna's Rachel in Wood. the story. It's Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah. Rip Westwood world. I know. I Westwood. Westwood was the barbecue place in Fresno. Yes, it was. <laughs> but uh, when I was looking it up, I found this Funny or Die, which uh, produced the movie itself. Funny or Die, on their YouTube channel nine years ago, had this, like, Weird Al, like... It was basically a trailer. trailer. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'll watch it. It was literally so close yeah. to the movie that we watched. <laughs> and I was like, hilarious. oh my God, they made this. And then they yeah. decided and to flush they, it they out. They amped it up even more. Yeah. I mean, like, it's a ridiculous Where the ridiculousness movie. of the trailer ends, yeah. like, the movie takes over and is even more outrageous. If you're like, why are they talking about Weird Al? It's because Daniel Radcliffe stars as Weird Al. Yeah, he does. In this movie. Yeah, and he does. It's a lot of fun. Daniel is amazing. I, I love that guy. <laughs> it's so funny. He's so funny. It's a ridiculous movie. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. It is. It is, indeed. And soon we're going to watch Enola too. Enola Holmes Enola too. Holmes. Yes. Yeah. With Millie Bobby Brown. Yes. Which I didn't realize. I told we I know, had this. Ex- I know. So I knew who privately. she was when we watched it, but I, did not. I didn't when we watched the at first that point movie. I had not seen Stranger Things. No. I just knew who she was because right. of Stranger Things. I see. Uh, I knew the name. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know. You that didn't that recognize was the that that was her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, we love Sherlock, like the Sherlock world, and so this is like a fun Enola is a fun the first one was really good yeah. and this should be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so the holidays, yeah, Game Awards also. Game Awards. Game Awards yes. is December, I believe, 8th. Uh, it's that Thursday. Mm-hmm. So it's not the 8th. It's either the 7th or the 9th. I think it's the 8th. And it, the reason I know this is because I was planning my schedule. I already planned my November well, I could definitely streams. see it because pre-orders are up. So it would be like the holiday push of like, hey, Buy this. Hogwarts Legacy mm-hmm. if you would like to. You can use my affiliate link. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> For Amazon. Oh. Um, yeah, lots of lots of fun things going on in terms of media that we've been watching and consuming. And yeah, November is chugging along. We're we're gonna continue Magical Theory Podcast at our new noon time for us. Noon Mountain. I don't want to confuse people. It actually is still 11 a.m. Pacific time. Um, Arizona is strange. Arizona. Well, yeah, for but now nobody else is going to. We, or one when more we year. lock back into Pacific, we will be Pacific. Oh, I thought this was the last time. Nope. I Wait, don't think so. what? I think we're going to be Pacific. Oh. Yeah, which seems silly. We should be Mountain, but whatever. Who knows? We're quite, we're quite a bit east. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with it because I, I, I don't like having. I mean, I know that Hawaii. I have some Hawaii viewers, but. I don't, or and Alaska, I guess Zoe's in a different time zone. But usually Pacific is like my oh okay, like, well, <laughs> the sun is setting. Sure I don't need to like, keep track of like yeah beyond that because then it gets too far away from Eastern time for all you Eastern folks out there. And I know like UK and like other places further east are. Yeah, but people are used to it. it yeah, it is you just kind of watch the when three you can. Hour gap is the more complicated. The three hour one is complicated. You don't really plan around ones that are more than that or you know yeah 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 but it, yeah <laughs> so for today's um hogwarts legacy lore let's start with that uh okay i was i was kind of like not that great with clues because this was a situation where i was like i can give you two clues and you can get it <laughs> so 
Let me make up a third clue. So the first clue I gave was consumable. Uh, the second was liquid. And the third, originally the third was going to be orange. orange. Yeah. And I conferred with Jeff and I was like, there's got to be a better word because I all I want to say is pumpkin. But well, that's like, we weren't, I wasn't convinced allowed. that it's orange. I Okay. I was like, I, 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 I feel like it's pump, brown. What color is pumpkin juice? All the pictures of the like DIY, like make your own pumpkin juice. It's it is like a brownish mm. orange tint. But anyway, yes. the third clue was fruit, yes. <laughs> which I think uh, Exo, I think, got it right away. And then people were converging. And I was like, OK, good, because I the day that I mislead y'all with these clues, I want to feel so bad <laughs> and be like, no, they didn't get it because I gave bad clues. So the poll for today is about <laughs> uh, refreshments in the Wizarding Ooh, World. Look at that. There are actually more refreshments in the Wizarding World than these uh, four so I'm going to give you some information about them in case you don't know what they taste like or what, like, what, what is it about these drinks? Uh, so first round is on us. What will you have? The options are pumpkin juice, butterbeer, fire whiskey, and giggle water, <laughs> which is not getting any love, but that's fine. Um, so first up, pumpkin juice, which is the actual password for today. Uh, what do you know about pumpkin juice? <laughs> I always presumed it's kind of like apple juice, yeah, but it's or, pu pumpkin flavored. I don't so it would think... be non-alcoholic, sweet. Yeah. Uh, you it know, doesn't like... sound appealing to me, it but sound I also to me don't either. drink juice. Like I don't drink orange juice, apple juice. I like juice. apple juice. Even in like breakfast scenarios, I'm like, just juice. give me coffee. I'll drink some water. Yes, I don't want are. juice. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, give me hot chocolate. So it's it's not exclusive to Wizarding Folk, but no. this drink, it's usually served iced. Okay. Um, does seem to be pretty popular. Iced, that's pretty un unusual relative world. to like juices that we were just talking yeah. about. Iced in a flagon, it says. Iced in a flagon. While the gourd is usually a staple of such occasions. You wanted like... to do gourd. Oh, no, did you do gourd? As a I didn't do gourd. You wanted to do I gourd. I was like, yeah, what do I say? Do I say gourd? Is that... <laughs> I was like, that... <laughs> Well, the gourd, everyone would get it yeah, yeah for sure is usually a staple of such occasions like halloween for muggles sure pumpkins are regularly enjoyed all year round among wizards with pumpkin pasties also heralded as a casual snack i just realized and winston is behind you yeah this is where his he little sits. head look at his head <laughs> yep <laughs> this is me monday morning such a maniac so that's pumpkin juice yeah it's uh I mean, I, I would try carrot juice. Uh, oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess I don't think I've some had people drink juice tomato ever. juice. Isn't well, People I mean, like, really like tomato juice. Yeah. I do not like tomato juice. Yeah. It's so I bitter. just, I don't know. I'm not a juice fan. I like apple juice. I That's will drink it. juice in so much as it's in a smoothie. I like, like apple <laughs> cider even more. You know what? Apple cider, cider is good. Well, we had some great Michigan cider in Michigan. apple yeah. cider. Fresh that, off the That farm, really but... like turned me and I was like, okay, yeah. I must have. We didn't have cider apple this brandy. year, though. Apple brandy, yeah. No, I'm, I got cider. We learned. No, I guess that was probably about... I can't tell you what we learned, but we did learn something about brandy and cognac and how. Oh, yeah. It's like the regions and the. We looked up all sorts of stuff because were we looking up something specific for a drink. We were looking. Oh, we were looking up stuff because of scotch. So we drink a lot of whiskey. Yeah. Uh, or more now than we used to. So we have a variety. 
and Jeff was encouraging me to find an app because we have this app for beer that we log our entries so that we know what we've consumed and what we liked. And I don't really keep up with it that well, but I was like, there's probably one for whiskeys. And then we went down this hole of looking for different stuff. I'm trying to remember. Stuff. I feel like it was related was it to the port. We were like talking oh, about yeah, a different type of wine port. and it turned out to be oh, a wine. Sherry. sherry. We were talking about sherry. The sherry casks. The finish. That's where it started. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the whiskey finish and sherry cast. Then we talked about sherry. It's like, and oh, what and... is the flavoring? It's like a little sweeter. And then, yeah, bop, bop, bop. Okay, I don't know why I, I didn't know giggle water. <laughs> is giggle water champagne? Giggle I didn't water. Know this. Okay, let's let's skip ahead to giggle water. In Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them, I've heard of it. the characters visit a dingy speakeasy called the Blind Pig. Which introduce why is pig in like a lot of names? Like the whining pig is in Phoenix. Uh, To a new transparent looking wizarding drink, Giggle Water. Okay. As the name suggests, this causes the drinker to get slightly giggly. (laughs) Jacob found out in one rather amusing scene. In the muggle world, Giggle Water is a slang term and was usually used to describe champagne i also did not know that because i was i assumed as i was building this i didn't even read this is the first time i'm reading the descriptions actually as i was building this i was like oh what about something that's like water based or like not not necessarily like tonic water yeah Mm -hmm. no giggle water champagne sorry well it's not it's not necessarily (laughs) clear that the wizard version um is champagne or has alcohol in it Mm. It might, it might, it might. But from what you read, I didn't. It says uh, hear that. giggle water is a slang term. To describe. Yeah, well, giggle water is a slang term for muggles for champagne. Yeah, but... yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So maybe they're like, oh, we'll call it giggle water because it has similar effects, but it's non alcoholic. Because <laughs> when you Does drink sound champagne, bubbly for sure. It's so like it that could... episode of How I Met Your Mother where it's like uh, the different alcohols have different effects on them. Mm hmm. And they're like, oh, we'll give them. Absinthe. Let's get a round of champagne. <laughs> and then they, oh, they get forgot mad at each everything. Other. Yep. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, the terminology cropped up in the 1920s when America was dogged by prohibition and the famous alcohol ban. Weird. Meanwhile, in the Wizarding World, Serafina Pickery, the president of Macusa, avoided the ban, saying. Giggle water is non-negotiable. That suggests to me that giggle water does have alcohol in yeah, it. Yeah, it does. Mm. Does. Yeah, speakeasies I'm with sorry, some giggle also, water. Uh, wait, <laughs> are we implying that American wizards were following prohibition? Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I guess no, like that seems crazy. What? <laughs> Do they also follow the speed limit when they're on their brooms? I don't think so. <laughs> Come on, American wizards. <laughs> No, um, that's giggle water. Yeah. Then we have uh, so butterbeer is currently in the yeah, lead. Had butterbeer. You've classic. made butterbeer. Uh, I made butter scotch. It was like butterscotchy. Uh, it was butterscotch cocoa. Mm-hmm. Yes, it so was. So it was good. kind of like a chocolatey. It was extremely. Good. It was, in my opinion, better than butterbeer <laughs> that we've had at like Harry Potter World. The OG of Wizarding World drink is butterbeer, a comforting, warming pick me up. That Harry and his friends enjoyed on numerous occasions. Taste-wise, butterbeer has a foamy texture, can be served either chilled in bottles uh, or hot, steaming in a tankard. She, uh, uh, or, uh, We do not do that many hot alcoholic drinks. 
Just a couple. No, just, well, because it's not really a need for it. Temperature? Temperature-wise, yeah. It's not like, okay, yeah, it's in like, yes, okay, so. Then you just drink beer, I guess. I, I can't express to you how foreign my life in Michigan and like experiencing my life in Michigan was. Thunder. Being somebody who grew up in Texas heat and then went to a literal desert for university study, like, and then going straight to Michigan and being like, why are you people outside drinking you like beer? This? <laughs> this makes no sense to me. I don't care that you're drinking alcohol and you think it's making you warm. It is freezing outside. What are you doing? <laughs> With your bundled up stuff. And I'm like, okay, I have to buy a jacket because I, I didn't own it. Anything that was thick enough. <laughs> yeah. So um, butter beer. Then, of course, Jeff told me, we talked about this before, and I would probably pick the same. Fire whiskey is I selected it. <laughs> what I would select. Uh, presumably, yeah. a more intense wizarding drink, uh, fire whiskey, particularly the brand Ogden's Old Fire Whiskey, was a... Like Bob uh, That's... Uh, apparently, I didn't, I didn't follow up in the next rabbit layer Ogden. of rabbit hole to look that up specifically, but it sounds like it was a favorite among numerous Wizarding World characters, such as Gilderoy Lockhart, Rita Skeeter, and Ron's Uncle Billius. I believe that Harry's first experience with fire whiskey is after Moody dies. Yes. Yes. One poignant use of the drink. Well, because actually the quote on the Wizarding World website, which is uh, linked in the description as well, is uh, Bill is the one who he has like all the rounds given out to everyone and does his toast yep. we're not there yet moody's still alive don't worry no we're a couple of years from there <laughs> oh, moody is man. still alive but we just barely have met him or we will meet him for the first time oh my gosh oh, yeah. yes real moody Ramudi, yes. not food Ramudi. rudy yeah rudy rudy and foodie uh, we're going to hazard a guess that fire whiskey has some sort of quality beyond our regular muggle whiskey, which makes it so popular. Yeah, I would always assume that it had some kind of actual body warming thing, like it was like actually created body temperature increase, but I don't know. What's the, oh my gosh, I'm I'm like losing it. What's the name of the, the fire, uh, not fire, but the... The whiskey that fireball, 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 fireball. I was like, fire's in the name and I don't know what it's called. (laughs) Uh, We talked about giggle water. We talked about those. Okay, so those are the four in the poll. We also have gilly water as a drink. Yes. Um, Okay, so. I feel like the slughorn order that or something anyway we see gilly water mentioned a few times in the harry potter books this is okay. professor mcgonagall's drink of choice at the three broomsticks okay we also see luna drinking it harry professes to not liking it much at one point uh can we assume it's the gin. gilly part <laughs> is in reference to gillyweed the magical seaweed as plant yeah um it this is framed as a question even though i'm like wizarding world you should know the answer to this why are you asking this question uh we're pretty sure professor mcgonagall didn't develop gills when she drank this but we do wonder if this makes gilly water a healthier drinking choice for social occasions so that could be like doubt Doubt. (laughs) you think that it just she's going for it (laughs) it's actually harder than fire whiskey 151 oh my goodness (laughs) We also have, uh, this is the last one featured on that uh, 
Wizarding World website post. Elf made wine. Uh, we have this consumed on numerous occasions, Hagrid perhaps the most frequently. Uh, house elves make a particular type of wine that everyone enjoys. A house red, everyone. perhaps? <laughs> a house elf That's house the red. Magic. Yeah. Yeah, you just make it. It you, tastes like you what you want. It's birdie exactly. baby. It's birdie bots, every flavor beans, well, but for wine. But and it's always good. And it's yeah. <laughs> so it's like that love potion smell. No, yeah, you make it. You enchant why don't you and do that for all food? You just well, make that would it be taste kind of boring. Terrible. Oh. <laughs> Everything tastes like your favorite food. Then you'd be like, it's no longer my favorite food. And then Oh my boom, god. Then, the then it changes. No. This is the drink that Hagrid mm. and Slughorn enjoyed a substantial amount of during Aragog's funeral. Oh. House elves are talented fellows, so we imagine their winemaking skills are pretty great. I guess so. I mean, I guess if you're, you can just like magic, whip up some cooking real good, you can probably, does it translate? It's probably different skills, but it's magic. House elves are good at everything. I like it. <laughs> Do you think yeah. we're going to be able to drink imbibe beverages? Yes. So this was actually a recent conversation because of the topic of Hogwarts Legacy being rated T for teen mm. and that... use of alcohol was one of those sure. categories sure. Sure. Uh, specifically. Well, I feel like it's going to be a drop. We'll probably be able to buy it. It'll probably replenish like health or mana or something. Yeah. So in the context of the game, it could be also that... Uh, so take the example of okay. Am I am I inferring this wrong that Ron's uncle Uncle Bilius is like drunk a lot? Is that it was that the implication I don't know, of but fire he's whiskey? To be very old, I think. Okay, I don't know uh, because um, I'm also imagining that the use of alcohol could be not just us, or not necessarily us, but other people. Like if we're hanging out at sure, a bar, sure, sure, you sure. might have some like well, we're gonna drunken, go which the is yes, yes, yes. Hogshead. Yeah, and we're chatting with that goblin. Three broomsticks. Uh, yes. So both of those are available for yeah. us to explore. But that's pre-prohibition. And America, we talked so. about butterbeer with Winky. Yes. Because there is there is a buzz that uh, Hermione, I think, feels. Yes. But Winky gets straight up drunk off of butterbeer. Yeah. Who knows like how many Winnie. she drank? But yeah, She's yeah. Just a tiny. <laughs> just a tiny. Just a tiny. Modulate. Yeah, so I think well, there's also in games though, in some games, alcohol actually has an alcoholic effect. Yes, and wow. Wow, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. I was like, is it divinity that we drink alcohol? I couldn't remember, but for sure, wow, you get well and wow you get dizzy. dizzy. Yeah. No, I remember that. Yeah. Which was quite unpleasant, so I never ever (laughs) I never drank in that game. I did it like once and I was like, Oh, I hate this. It makes me nauseous. Other games do the same thing, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I feel like, is it Divinity where you, like, if you drink enough, you, like, fall down? I think you might. Just, like... I know that like, in Divinity, there's, like, actual, like, environmental physics. So, like, if there's ice, there's a chance that you'll slip because I kept right. slipping all the time. Yes. <laughs> so I would imagine that there's probably something in there with drinking and... I could see it. Yeah, and stumbling and all of that. Yeah, I mean, butterbeer is so classic. I imagine to see that in game uh, to yes. what extent, like, or what the effects would be. I think, like, yeah, maybe a temporary. I boost could see a retrieval something. quest of like go get this very rare fire whiskey herb that's made in the mountains and is guarded by, you know, what about a dragon. wizarding world DoorDash? <laughs> you just <laughs> apparate the food. <laughs> just apparate the food. 
Um, yeah, so I think, I think, like, it would be cool to see a variety of different beverages have a variety of different effects, I think. So, like, pumpkin juice, I think, could restore just, like, fizzy, replenish. Fizzy lifting drink. <laughs> fizzy lifting. From Willy Wonka. What if we, uh, what if just we start pull... Floating? Well, okay, so this is not necessarily a beverage, but it's something that's consumable, but the Veritas serum, so like mm-hmm. Hermione dumping Veritas serum and everyone's Well, we'll definitely like, have consumables because yeah, of potions. Yeah, And yeah. I presume like we actually imbibe them, but I guess I don't know for sure. Maybe you just take them. Yeah. In Skyrim, there's a quest where you have a drinking contest with someone. I have Why not I done you? that. How do Elves I do that shit? can't hold their liquor. <laughs> There's yeah, there's probably a lot of a lot of cool stuff that getting tipsy while looking at Hogwarts hashtag life goal. <laughs> that was basically Harry Potter world. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. We because no, we also we went to Moe's Tavern. Moe's Tavern and Universal. And Duff's beer. Oh my gosh, that was funny. Yeah. Um. Remember, there's a location in the summer ASMR. There was, and it wasn't open. It was like. In the morning or like early morning, but there were like little uh, mugs and everything out. It was like on the waterfront, and that definitely looked like a pub to me. So okay, yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, I have to go back and look. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything else with that? No. Yeah, I we've like talked that a stuff. little bit about um, consuming things Cooking. before, but. Uh, yeah, it's un- we haven't actually seen anything like that. Like, okay, well, we most of really the stuff that we've buffs. seen. Are there buffs yeah, from like yeah. eating or drinking food? We haven't seen like game overlay stuff. <laughs> like, no, you know, very, like they have they have kept not it. shown us mm-hmm. much UI stuff. So we haven't seen At anything true game mechanics. Yes, we've seen spells get cast. Yes, we've seen some things like that we can manipulate the world with certain mm-hmm. spells. But mm-hmm. yes, agreed. Yeah, and. On Friday, we were chatting about, like, uh, seasons, how seasons will work, the day-night cycle and whatever. And one of the examples I was talking about was Breath of the Wild with, like, the the little mm. – you can see the weather coming. Um, so I, – and I just don't have any sense of what would be visible on our screen to look at or – mini I don't know. You know? And uh, so when when Link t- consumed meals, so there are certain meals he could make that had like resistance freeze resistant, cold, yeah, 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 resistant to cold and um, other things well, like Skyrim that. Skyrim too. I mean, yeah, it's like. But there would be like a drinks. little timer that pops right. up on the screen, so it would tell you like, okay, it lasts this yeah. long. So I'd expect something. Breath of the Wild like did that. a really great job with their UI because mm-hmm. it would be the little timer and it would just have like the little snowflake symbols. So yeah, you know, you it's know. Like, oh, this is about frost or this is a flame for fire. Yep. It didn't, you didn't have to mouse over anything to get all of the information that was important, which is incredibly good. I mean, that's that is peak mm-hmm. UI. Mm-hmm. If you don't have to mouse over something, yeah, to know exactly what it does, because well, you have really like that helpful. consistency of the symbology, because you yeah. also see it with the, his equipment totally. and all of that. That's really why good. people really seek UI UX designers yeah. <laughs> that yeah. are good, and they're rare. <laughs> they are rare. Uh, so Red Dead Redemption 2, you can get into some serious bar fights through drinking and the whole world goes hazy. Yeah, I, I I don't think that we'll get that level just because I feel like it would be a bit more intense <laughs> for a Harry Potter IP game. But um, games do do stuff like that. And I think it's fun because it's just kind of like goofy. Yeah. Um, in, it's RP. In, the, in uh, Deep Rock Galactic, actually, so we didn't, that you can order rounds of beer at the bar. 
Um, they didn't have it when we played, but there is a drink that's like a super strong ale, and it like it does the thing where it makes everything dizzy, and you you get you pass out, and then you wake up in the hospital wing. <laughs> Like there's no, re- it doesn't hurt you. It's just like this weird yeah, it little. It has no mechanical meaning. This little quirky this thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. That's that's our password for today. Oh, let's get. Oh, we into- have to draw. We have oh, to draw. Shove, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, excellent okay. audio control. Didn't bank on anything. I would. Oh, I did it again. Okay. Thank we. We could probably talk about that. And it's time. <laughs> Voldemort one. Ah. <laughs> I do have a Voldemort one. And oh, you know what's funny? Well, you don't have the Harry. We don't have a Harry Potter one, actually. But when you were holding that, um, I was like imagining like Harry, Harry's favorite spell is Expelliarmus. Because somebody was like, oh, I'm going to do the Harry Potter Expelliarmus run. Yeah. And Hogwarts like, see, all you do is Expelliarmus. Yes. But in that case, one's, one's ready. ready. Turn to page 20. A peck of owls. Today's lesson is called Petunia is the Muggle Snape. Mm-hmm. The chapter begins with Mrs. Fig reveal. Is it Mrs. Fig? I don't know. Yeah. Mrs. Fig a revealing comment. what she knows as a squib, including her communication with Dumbledore. Mundungus returns and goes to tell Dumbledore, you know, about the events. Mm-hmm. Harry lugs Dud- Dudley into their house and Petunia and Vernon go insane. It's new. Letters from the ministry arrive to label Harry a criminal. Petunia pulls a fact about Dementors out of nowhere. Sirius sends a letter telling Harry not to leave, but Vernon concludes he must and is in the process of kicking Harry out when Petunia gets a howler and declares Harry must stay. I must say, you. Um, this is also a very long chapter. I think it's actually two pages longer than last week's chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you are very concise with your summary. Turn in the corner. Yes. Yeah, let's <laughs> jam pack it. Let's in there. get to it. <laughs> yeah, I t- add less details. Yep, yep, yep. Um, can you imagine what Harry Potter is experiencing in his life right now? Because I'm, I'm like trying to put myself. I don't understand how this child is not just deeply Broken. paranoid <laughs> about every person he encounters okay first of all teachers want to kill him yep. have wanted to kill him yep. have tried to kill him had a demon evil demon on the back of their head yeah mm-hmm. uh you have poly juiced witches and wizards which that yeah. alone would make me paranoid as a witch in the wizard you know world. what i like about that early comment is <laughs> you have this like all of his professors want to kill him, but Snape isn't one that has tried to kill him, even though he's most antagonistic with Snape. Yes, so it's like, he you got Snape Quirrell, is. you got uh, uh, Foodie, Lockhart. Foodie. Yeah. Oh Questions about Lupin that arose. Yeah. So you have the Polyjuice Wizards, and then you just have Animagus cats roaming around. Uh, you have uh, people spying on you. Your neighbor is a squib. What is happening? Cedric died. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's and just, that was just, he just touched something. Yeah. And it caused this yes. situation. You can touch something and die. <laughs> or get Here's an idea. Why didn't Moody just go into like Harry's dressing room, do it on his bed sheets or his pillow, boom, boom, graveyard alone, dead, end of story. Yep. Voldemort wins. Yep. No, it had to be complicated. There are so many opportunities that Harry Potter could have died. 
So many. He escapes death billions of times. <laughs> he did. He does. He did. So, uh, yeah, it's just like, it's really funny because you have this, it was, the re the reveal was at the end of last chapter, but then you get like, Harry is just so confused. And I love how Mrs. Fig is, she, you can just visualize her character. She, just the way she talks and she's just like, of course I know Dumbledore. Everyone knows Dumbledore. And Harry's like still trying to catch up because he, well, he just battled a couple Dementors. So I guess I'll give him some credit for that. But she actually gave a couple of wizarding idioms that I thought uh, we could chat about or revisit. Jeff loves idioms, so um, we might as well be hanged for a dragon as an egg is sonat. So this one was tough for me because I had never heard this phrase. But okay, this is what she says. She says hanged. hanged. For a dragon as an egg. This was in the context of when um, Harry, she was like, keep your wand out. The ministry is already like, whatever. We're already in trouble. Right. Um, might as well be so hanged like for in, a dragon for as an, an egg. In for an inch, in for a pound, in for a penny, in for a pound type of a thing. Well, it's more animal That's based. That's betting. So it's more animal Because based. you have like a dragon and an egg. Right. Okay, give, give it to me. All right. Synonymous with hanged for a sheep as a lamb. If one is to be punished for committing a minor offense anyway, this is me with the unforgivable curses, uh, you might as well go ahead with something worse if it gets the job done better. So if you're already in trouble and it's like a minor thing, might as well go all in. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Hanged for a sheep as a lamb. That's I have never heard of I that. I have never heard that phrase either. Which have, is very anyone, rare for me. Ever, <laughs> surely somebody like, has because a it's a phrase, you know. Yeah. You know. And the second one she said is is a more common one, I think, or a more common Merlin's phrase. Not, not, not that common, but okay. it's no good crying over spilled potion. Yes. So instead of milk, we got potion because yeah. I guess potions are more potions are more important than milk in the wizarding world, I would yes. presume. <laughs> but I thought it was cute that that was like part. She's like freaking out because she's mad at Mendungus Fletcher um, it won't be the last time. She's just like, uh, okay, there were Dementors. We got to go. Like she's And Harry can't seem to follow. There's also a line where she's like, oh, they told me you were smart. You were intelligent or something like that. And just like, she's just freaking oh, out. Yeah, no, she is totally <laughs> freaking out. She hoped that there, was, that there would be murder on Mundungus. Well. <laughs> well. Yeah, it's an intense scene. Like it's. It is another, I mean, Harry in the Dark is the theme here. Classic, yeah. Yep. And like every layer of it, like it, it's a lot in this chapter because we continue, we have this with Fig, mm -hmm. we have Mandungus watching him, we have that Dumbledore has like scheduled this yeah. watch, we have the letter from Mr. Weasley, the letter from Sirius, we have the previous letters from the last chapter, yeah. then we have petunia knowing facts and then petunia getting the howler and it's like yeah. all of it is framed as like harry doesn't know what's going on around him which is yeah. really frustrating i think the greatest thing about specifically mrs fig yeah is that it is an epic reveal that when explained or like when con all of these things when you find out like all of like the reasonings behind it here he doesn't know what's going on right now like it it's not just like sort of what is the word like deus ex machina is that it 
mm-hmm. the thing where it's like, oh, it's just like convenient. Mm-hmm. Like it seems mm-hmm. to have been built into like, well, of course, Mrs. Fig would be would know Dumbledore and Dumbledore would ha- like have the neighbor look over Harry sort of yeah, thing, right? Presumably, yeah. Is it not satisfying for you or is it not a satisfying no, no, it, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is. But I could see it either way. I could see mm-hmm. like kind of having a character that's just like a neighbor that kind of likes Harry and then kind yeah. of realizing, oh, well, maybe she should be connected in some deeper I way. I see, yeah. But I don't know. Either way, yeah. it's pretty satisfying and it does make some sense, especially to have her be a squib is particularly um, yeah. satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So like... <laughs> That that because it even kind of comes out because the ministry is like we don't have any records of a witch or wizard and then she's like I'm a squib and blah 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 can you see dementors yes yeah 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 uh, mm. we talked about the trace once before mm. I still I, this is one thing that I cannot let go because I just don't I don't under well, I don't know what the word is. I don't trust the, whole the situation reason of the why trace. Harry can get in trouble with the trace. Yeah. Is because they know that there aren't any other wizards around. I understand that. However, is I it, know. I know. <laughs> but, which makes it completely <laughs> arbitrary. But I'm what I'm Cuz what what you, you can never just have what if Mundungus was there? What I'm thinking though is that like so you're Okay, if you have this powerful magic, there, there's a couple things. One is the 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 idea that like, oh, it automatically goes away, and there's no way that they're like still watching, sort of thing. Which I'm like, Watch everyone. yeah, I. Uh, and two, like, because the other thing I'm thinking is like, <laughs> if you can cast a trace charm on a witcher wizard, a young witcher wizard, couldn't you? Or like, uh, get rid of all Avadas or unforgivable curses that exist. You know the location, you know, like, the spell itself that's cast, and you know that, actually, in Harry's letter, it said that there was a muggle present. Specifically, it said that, which means that you would have to know that there's another living person there so that doesn't have magic. So what you're getting to is, like, why exactly is the trace limited in the ways that it's limited? It, Why is it so targeted when it's apparent, it appears to have essentially no limits? Yeah. It can like tell proximity-based information, uh-huh. but they don't use the trace in any other way except for underage to magic. Yes. Which is one of the useful sort of changes when Voldemort changes it. Yeah. You know, and... So here's a question. Like, is it a magical artifact that is allowing the trace? Because, like, it's very specifically that Voldemort only puts this in place when he has control of the ministry. He probably he adjusts the trace, the trace object. Maybe it's a, a magnifying yeah, like, what, glass. What would a the object magnifier. be? <laughs> it's Merlin's magnifier. I mean, you might as well be hanged for a sheep as a... La- oh, wait, what was it? <laughs> hanged for a dragon as an egg. Yeah. If you can do this little thing, <laughs> and you're, like, in it the name nice. of the statute of secrecy, uh, why don't you, like, scale it up? Okay, now I'm, like... I'm not right, trying. To, I'm not trying to advocate for a panopticon situation, <laughs> but I'm. You're saying, wondering why there isn't. Why? One. Well, I'm wondering yeah. why it, or if it is, is it secret or like? Well, let's be clear. Why the kids? The, the trace as it is is as you're describing it is outrageously powerful. <laughs> yes, it is outrageously yeah. strong. Yes. How do you know all of these pieces of information? And, and the irony being like this, I just love the sort of 
chaos that's like, oh, it, but it can't distinguish who casts what. So like parents just have to enforce it. So when there's magic done at the Weasley household by even by yes. an adult, yep. they're just like, well, well okay. it could have been the kid. It's near Here a kid. It is. You're a kid. You just got to hang out with a wizard. You just attach a kid. Okay. Okay. Here's the other thing is that you can, you now I'm trying to work through my crime situation, my crime prevention situation. So like, let's say Draco's hanging out and Lucius just about as people because they're death eaters, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So like nothing would happen because it's like, oh, well, there's, is it just like in the, in the line of code of magic, it's like, oh, a uh, spell was cast. Is there a wizard nearby? A Dismiss. <laughs> we don't even go to the but next. But it's not line. even a dismissal. It records it. No, but I'm saying, what would it even? Would it record it and go to the next line and be like, "What spell was cast?" Or is it just like, "Oh, we're not. We're going to ignore it. We're only going to like capture these things." Well, this gets to all <laughs> sorts of problems because think about the last, the end of the last book. Uh huh. Somebody casts Avada Kedavra yes. in the general proximity yes. of a child. Yes. So it would register. Yes. But well, they, can... <laughs> your point in one sense is that they don't immediately apparate there to no. be like, who just cast the killing curse yes. with 50 people just I'm like, saying. got you, Wormtail. Now I'm oh, being... <laughs> the end of story. Now I'm being extremely like, uh, like strict with the lawfulness. If you're saying unforgivable curses are strictly unforgivable, no right. exceptions, then... And, and the trace set now. Okay, yes. This... <laughs> deserves its whole video you've you've blown it open for me this is a story oh, of man. epic proportions oh no uh, even though in hogwarts legacy we're exploring like the grayness with sebastian about like oh what if you can use an unforgivable curse in like in ways that are not strictly morally <laughs> terrible i guess i don't know okay i love this very very much <laughs> i could continue talking about this but maybe we should move on i know i that this is what i'm talking I about i wasn't though. even like, really thinking about the trace the, the whole trace time. in the wizarding world is one of those things that gets me like my oh, brain like starts breaking <laughs> Where yep. it, it's metaphysical yep. and it's sort of like what's going on here this has this is way too strong anyway <laughs> So Harry gets literally expelled from Hogwarts yeah. in a letter. <laughs> and then they're like, we're also going to destroy your wand. We'll be there shortly. I Have love- a good day. Yes, it says, hope you are well. Hope you are well. Mafalda. Isn't it Mafalda? Yours sincerely, Mafalda Hopkirk. Yeah. Hopkirk. <laughs> Outrageous. Oh my gosh. I just, I just can't. Um, and I had questions also about, okay, the situation seems very time sensitive. And Mrs. Fig was all about, like, Harry had a nice suggestion of using Hedwig to try to talk to Dumbledore. And she's like, no time, no time. Like, and then Mundungus, like, She understood the stakes much better than Harry. But that's because Harry's in the dark. He doesn't know that he needs to be extremely cautious, which is a mistake. It's a mistake. They should have told him. At the same time. Because he wouldn't have gone outside. Harry gets an owl from Arthur Weasley. Right. So you're telling me that by the time that this event happens, Harry comes home. Okay, we know that 22 minutes pass between the first letter from the ministry and the second ministry letter. Uh, Dumbledore is able to talk to Mundungus and then... 
get to the ministry, I guess. I'm gonna, I'm, I'll just assume that Arthur's working Maybe at there's 9 p.m. Overnight, uh, an owl, and you like operate it most of the way, and or then, you give it a little port key treat, and it eats the yeah. treat, and it pops out. And then at that time, Arthur sees Dumbledore somehow gets the lo- the download of like, is that the right word? <laughs> the lowdown, I don't know, of what's happening and is like, let me write to Harry and that owl gets there just in time before he, wa- he leaves. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. okay, I, I guess magic, I don't know. Get a faster owl. Surely they have, yes, so the overnighting, you have fast broomstick, faster just broomsticks. pop a Make letter a- through the flu network. I don't know. There must be a more convenient way to, <laughs> or it's a not faster about convenience. way. Yeah. That's right. It's not... This is what I'm saying. They need the, the mind. It was in this moment. The yeah. message, though. Oh, okay. That would be scary. <laughs> that would be scary. But Dumbledore definitely is making swift decisions. Once again, we saw this happen at the end of Goblet of Fire when he was just like, this sort of stuff needs to happen and the minister he, is like not acting. Yeah. He's a planner. He's just like, all right. A, he a has cute thought situation. through all of this. He definitely deals with anxiety. Yeah. Uh, I laughed at Harry. Harry's inner thoughts of being like, is anyone going to thank me for taking down two Dementors? I mean, part of it is his like- His aunt and uncle are just you like, know, you did this. Oh my gosh. I'm actually surprised that they- that they questioned him and let him talk rather than like full out rage at him and like kick him out. Well, or they had some shock going. Yeah, which is yeah, I guess that's true. That's fair. Maybe one way of interpreting why they were more like, we just need information. Like, we need information because they want to try to fix Dudley, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But then we get the, 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 well, the first of two insane information drops which is that mm. petunia knows about dementors yes i have a quote that's one of the quotes i wrote down mm. i heard that awful boy yes telling her about them years ago and harry thinks she's talking about his dad yes well this is it's perfect i love it so th- much this is extremely because... obvious that the story, parts of the story is already written. Mm-hmm, yeah. Parts of the yes. the end of the mystery is already yeah. determined. Yeah. I'm not saying the end of the books necessarily, mm-hmm. but like the, the main mystery of is Snape good or bad is already determined. It's, yeah. it's already clear. Yeah. Um, even though this is obviously just one of those clues that in hindsight, it's like, aha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. And well, she was talking about It's Snape. really fast, and it's kind of like, it's it's not explained in a very suspicious way. It's explained in a, like, she just ignores him. Of course, yes, she would ignore yes. him, you know? And Harry's just a jumble of information is getting yeah, yeah. bazooka'd at him over and over again. <laughs> He's like, I can't keep any of this focused. And then, yeah, it's, yeah. Mm. The wand destruction thing always gets me. Yeah. There's just something about it, the severity of it, and the the, the matter of factness of it. It's just like, yeah. oh, you're expelled, and we're going to destroy your wand. You, so you know. do you think then that... In, and then they just reverse course. In Wagadu, which they practice wandless magic, Yeah. what is the punishment for being for expulsion? Or do people not get expul- expulled, <laughs> expelled? Because you can't threaten students and be like, oh, we're going to break your wand. Like... They don't have problems with that. Maybe they don't. They just just not. Yeah, it's not. Maybe they relevant, don't try to control not it as much. Relevant to their and be punishment. Like, 
Yeah, I wonder what it's like. So, well, I know there's an international statute of secrecy, but I imagine that if you're like, if yeah. if you're in like more rural places versus if you're in a more urban place with where lots of muggles are around, like your experience with the statute of secrecy is probably, or your relation, like how you feel about it, it probably is different. Don't you think? Yeah, I'm just thinking about the trace again. Is the, is the trace <laughs> regionally locked or is it global? Is it universal? Oh There's some God. other wizards out in the universe that it it's, reads and it's like, oh. There's a higher council Illuminati in the wizarding world and they just yeah. like coordinate. A couple million light years over there. There was an Akio. Wait, in space? <laughs> That's what I was I'm jumping the shark over here. Oh my God. But anyway, yeah, it, it's. I was trying to read your face of like I don't think what I'm saying where my is brain like, was going. Is, is I was this because you said international statute of secrecy, yes. and I'm like, oh, I wonder yes. if the trace is international. Yeah, and then yeah. I went to space just for fun. <laughs> um, okay, I I have to say this really really minor thing. A third L comes, and yes. it's the revision to the wand, yes. threatening breaking of the wand. Yes. The thing that I thought about immediately is one of my biggest annoyances is when, like, company newsletters or, like, emails that are sent to mass groups of people, including work, it's like, oh, entire school of education, here's an email. We get the email. Then we get a second email, like, a minute later that's like, sorry, corrected, wrong link. And it just... And then somebody replies all. Drives me crazy. So that's what I was feeling even though it's not exactly the same because this is no, a something different, actually changed. This is a different situation. Circumstances have changed rather than like, do you know how much? But it's also similar because it's like, well, maybe just don't send the first one. Why was it so urgent? Yeah. Well, but it's because Dumbledore shows up, right? And yeah, goes, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But like, I will destroy all of you. I agonize when I send an email, especially if it includes a uh, link or particular information. I will not send it unless I read it like five times. I choir. double check the well, link, and I'm like, I do not want to waste your time. You preach into the choir. <laughs> this is yeah. This is how we I are, am. We are insane. <laughs> Apparently, other people are not. <laughs> other people are just like they don't. They're, they're just like to me. You know, I, I would never it's send fine. an email with a link that I then update. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when it yeah. happens, it is mortifying. <laughs> if I have to follow up to the same person on the same day without them emailing oh me gosh. in between, yeah, I'm mortified. Yeah, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. <laughs> we struggle with making mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's basically so? what the root cause is. Yeah. <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, and Vernon Dursley is the absolute worst it makes me very very upset that harry has to deal with these people do you know what he says so i basically wrote what other characters said in this chapter so they're talking harry's explaining yeah all this stuff yeah and he's just like oh what's your punishment do your kind have the death penalty and i'm like oh my god he's a real jerk I just, I, I can't believe that I, uh, I understand like what is explained of like why Harry, Harry. he hates Harry. He hates him. It's so sad to me that. You might hate him more than Snape. I just can't. can't. He really hates him. I can't. He really hates him. Even at the end in book seven, when the other two characters kind of give glimpses of like. 
Mm-hmm. Some are redeeming and particularly yeah. Dudley. Yep. Vernon does not. He does not, no. It's like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hope we never see each other again. Exactly. Yeah. It says it to a teenager. So I feel yeah. this brings us yep. to my title for the day, mm-hmm. yep. which is Petunia is the Muggle Snape. And you. I read it with a weird me, inflection because Petunia is the Muggle Snape. Okay. When you said it that way, because I said. I was like, Petunia is the Muggle Snape. Like, like there's a comma after Snape. Uh, no, okay, sorry. M- I got... Muggle being a, a description. And then like Muggle Snape. Adjective. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I it, it just really occurred to me how strong the parallels will wind up being. With this, that they love Petu- they love Lily when she's mm-hmm. young. Mm-hmm. They each have like a break with her mm-hmm. based over different things. But then they each both choose to enact this magic kind of in her memory mm. or or work on her behalf. E- even though Petunius is certainly less like life threatening than Snape's uh, tasks. Yeah. Um, it's less dangerous. Yeah. But she's still, I mean, it's extremely similar. The parallels are extremely, extremely similar. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah, it's really interesting. So Harry does note um, the way that Petunia looks at him as she yeah. has never when he, When he says Voldemort is back. Yeah. I know. I know. Because you get that sense, just that inkling of mm-hmm. like this person actually loved her sister. Yeah. But something ruptured the relationship. And it's mm-hmm. not clear what. And we'll find out in book seven what it is. And it's just jealousy, yeah. ultimately, which is, you know, a, a deadly <laughs> uh, feeling. Yeah. And it's very corruptive, corrosive. Mm-hmm. And it is in this case, you know, as it is with Snape. Because it's also jealousy. Yeah. For, you know, over love, different thing, but. Interesting. It's, they're very, very similar. Oh. Yeah. They're very, very similar. Huh. Yeah. Well, a couple of last things. Yeah. Uh, one was that Harry is very angry right now because a variety of things one is like he he's had a lot of emotions we already saw that last chapter he has a lot of like anger just like inside that he hasn't processed and it's kind of exacerbated now so you had a little bit of like okay he's isolated his friends no one's telling him what's going on now this very very acute event happens and still nobody is like letting him in on anything there is a line in there about red and gold sparks coming out of his wand as he's like trying to like control his temper. And I just wrote a note. I was like, oh, is this dark ancient magic happening right dark here? Dark Gryffindor. Is it just- <laughs> yeah, dark Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought that this chapter was really good though. So like the the howler, well, I, I'm, I'm gonna, like, I know I keep like, nitpicking on details but like is this house just under surveillance like everyone's just like right on cue right on cue right on cue backstage watching in well you know? it's a really interesting turn at the end of book four and the beginning of book five mm. where it seems like mm. a voldemort is back yeah the main problem now will clearly be voldemort yes but it is not voldemort voldemort is almost 
it's just a boogeyman. Voldemort doesn't cause any of this outside of obviously Cedric and mm-hmm. and getting back, but like none of this. I mean, it's indirectly caused yeah. by him. Yeah. Which is just a really well, so, interesting yeah, way because then it, and then it opens up this uh-huh. like it it actually is really sensible. Like Voldemort is extremely cunning, mm-hmm. extremely smart. He's not interested in just gung-ho like i'm gonna ruin everything and go go into every problem and cause every problem he's a very one-track mind this book where when we'll find out like he's after the prophecy he wants the prophecy because now he which makes it's very logical it's like i'm very strong this prophecy happens i go to kill a baby it (laughs) blows me up i finally get back i gotta make sure i don't make the same mistake again which actually brings me back to this whole like when he touches harry again i I don't buy it i don't think he would like push the limits like that right away i I don't know he's like he's been in like maybe he he thought that the spell the potion would work perfectly but then harry escapes again and he's like Mm. what was this what was this with I mean, Cedric and the parents and what what was that? But you, so it's like a decade though of him being like not in his like whatever uh powerful form. Yeah. And so it, he was just playing with him. He was just I know, doing right. a show. So I, I, I talked myself yeah, out yeah. of it where it was because he thought the potion was the answer. Mm-hmm. And then this next thing happens and he's like I I got to figure this prophecy out. Like how did this kid escape me again mm-hmm. surrounded by completely isolated yeah surrounded by me and 10 death eaters or however many are there yep and he still escapes and like the wands link and there's these little beads and ghosts came out of it and swarmed me and that was weird i gotta figure out what this prophecy is <laughs> maybe the prophecy was like anytime you lord voldemort attacks uh harry potter you will lose you <laughs> just stop just don't attack him just do something else nope he is determined to go attack other people <laughs> no harry can't stop you he's not gonna stop you he's he like, only gets prov- he gets provoked and provoked baby. and provoked yeah it's like just leave them alone. Yeah. Anyway, all tyrants create their own yeah. revolutions. Remember my last Petunia? <clears throat> yeah. Very vague. Extremely vague. It was just like, wait, vague. what? What? Extremely vague. It's it borders on too vague where she might be like, What does this mean? What does this mean? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> it should be like, remember your promise or something like that. But anyway. <laughs> Apparently, this is in the letter. Or does Dumbledore... I don't remember if we find out, like, if Dumbledore went to visit with them later or if it was all in the letter that he left with Harry as a baby. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't know. I think we get a close... We get some closure at the end of this book about that part because Harry's like, that was you that sent the howler. He's like, yeah, I thought... I've only read this book one time through. Yeah. I've read it many times. Yes, Jeff has read it many times. Too many times, (laughs) some would say. Oh, Not as much dear. as book six, though. Mm. Book six the most, for sure. Yeah, for whatever reason, when I was building the little intro scene, like, book six is more visible in my brain than book five. I don't know if it's because I'm just like, eh. Wait, no, wait, hold on, let me think. Umbridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. 
I get I get those Ugh, blurred. Umbridge. I get it blurred. I think so. I, I think it just Luna, kind of goes Thestral. into yeah, yeah, yes. Prophecy. Yeah. yeah. Serious. Yes. Okay. That's like the, the boundaries <laughs> here. And then book six is uh, Voldemort Dumbledore. Oh, Dumbles, 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 Dumbles. Well, that's yeah. all that I had. Also, Me too. Correction: Wormtail killed Cedric. <laughs> Okay, I think in the book it's Voldemort. In the movie, it's Wormtail. Didn't we just read that? Yeah, but I think in the book it's like, no, maybe you're right. Uh, no, okay. Does he he kills the the um the ground? Okay, keeper. I do remember. I remember flashes, but I don't remember who cast the spell. I guess it would be from his wand for sure. Wormtail, but uses Wormtail Voldemort's uses wand. the wand. Yeah, which. That's weird too. What? Why? Listen, I don't understand. <laughs> use your own wand, guy. Voldemort's no. gonna let you use his wand. No. This one. This one. Yes, right this is this is the one. I was like picking my that teeth wand a bit. killed Cedric. <laughs> I killed Ski Doodle. I killed Cedric Degree. Well, until next time, wands ready. Mm-hmm.